Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years Years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey. And Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menino. Welcome to Better Together with me and Stephen and Jeff and all of you. It's Wednesday, April 15th. We are halfway through yet another month and our quote of the day. Let's see what Jeff has in store for us today. The ultimate victory in competition is derived from the inner satisfaction of knowing that you have done your best 
and that you have gotten the most out of what you had to give. Howard Cossell, he is a sports journalist. The ultimate victory in competition is derived from the inner satisfaction of knowing you've done your best and you've gotten the most out of what you had to give. Well. <laughs> well. Are you guys the kinds of people that can be satisfied with a loss if you gave it your all? No, no one is. No one wants to lose. We can talk to Mandy Rose, our guest today, WWE superstar. Um, but yeah, I don't think anybody wants to lose. I think when you do lose, it's like, well, then you have to evaluate. Did I give it everything I had? And if I did, well, then I guess I just wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Or it wasn't in the cards or that wasn't my moment or whatever. Like, listen, I... I did Dancing with the Stars. I gave it everything I had. I danced on busted feet and, you know, I gave it everything I had. I can't believe you're saying this, Maria. Are you telling me that a participation trophy is not enough? Are you telling me that the satisfaction of a three-cent ribbon does not give you the warmth in your heart to succeed? Uh, I mean, when I'm young, I guess it's nice to get something, (laughs) but like whenever I got like that third place, I was just like, okay, cool. Like I'll do better next time. Like I did think about it like that. We should do like a skit, like millennial idol. And it's like, everyone wins dead. (laughs) The judges are just like, you're so good. Dead. Did you hear by the way, American Idol is moving forward? No. Oh, well, hello. Let me tell you, Chief at AfterBuzz. I read it yesterday. So uh, Ryan Seacrest tweeted that American Idol is going to move forward with production this season. They will, he will host it from his home. Uh, Katy Perry and Lionel will be in LA. The other two will be in, I think it's Nashville. And um, the contestants will perform from their homes or something. And do they already have the auditions filmed? I think so. I don't uh, know. Because if they already have the additions filmed, then that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. they could just like ship like a PA system or something to whatever, like microphones to the people they need. Yeah. But if it's auditions, you're going to have people who are like setting up their whole home, in-home studio with the auto-tune and everything like that to be like, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I could even sound good on that. <laughs> I didn't think of that. That is such an interesting little Me wrinkle. Me and Jeff you are going to win. Me and Jeff oh, are going to yeah. win. We're the dynamic duo. Wow. Well, then the, maybe they'll make them. I mean, damn. Oh, yeah. How do you police that? I think the auditions have been taped. I a uh, little name drop here. Okay. I um, <laughs> had a friend get um, third place on American Idol in Fox's final season. Uh-huh. And um, I knew he was on the show much before America knew he was on the show. So from a timeline perspective, he must have auditioned before. Got it. I feel like auditions would be kind of a logistical nightmare at the moment right now. But wouldn't oh it, gosh. doesn't the season start in like September or something? I don't know. No, they've moved it. I think because ABC, I'm pretty sure that's Dancing with the Stars. It's like ABC usually has anything Bachelor is Monday. And then uh, I think usually their competition stuff is Tuesday. So in the spring, it's American Idol. And in the fall, it's Dancing with the Stars. Can I just ask mm. like who's watching American Idol when Mass Singer is on? Like, come on. They're different shows. I know. They're very different. but like Very different. I, I haven't seen people talk about American Idol seriously in like four or five years. Yeah. It's not quite the show it used to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm from North Carolina, so we had Clay Aiken at like the, the peak of the show where everyone's like freaking out. We have a mural in Cary of Clay Aiken singing. Like, no way. The town pride behind that dude is insane. 
But even then, that was only like three or four years after that. You had Kelly Clarkson, you had Ruben Stutter, mm-hmm. you had um, Fantasia. Fantasia. I think Fantasia was probably the last season that like everyone was really on board. And then we got Kelly Clarkson. I think she was after Fantasia. But that's Kelly like Clarkson was the first. She was, oh, the, she was first. the first. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Damn, I know a lot of them. But Jeff aside from like, I'd I say should. there's, I'd say there's <laughs> seven or eight people from American Idol that like are really like standouts, and then the rest are kind of they're around. I'm not no. saying I'm not like trying to belittle what they've done. Like there's there's a lot That's of cool a good musicians. Track record, though. I would argue American Idol has the best track record of any reality competition show because like you know huh. I love like so you think you can dance or even The Voice. But do we know any alumni from The Voice? That is a and good point. P.S. You always forget who wins Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, always. I can't remember. Sometimes I can't remember who won my year. Actually, shit, I can't. Oh, no, I do. I remember Donald Driver. (laughs) Um, I have to look through the finalists to remember who it was. But we always joke about with Dancing with the Stars, we can never remember who won. That's a good point, Jeff. Even though I feel like they've done so many seasons and nobody's talking about it, it still has the best success record out of any of the shows. Do you think that's because of Simon Cowell, though? Because it's it's like if I think, I think of like reality dumb. shows, he has so much sway in this industry to make stars. I think not only that, Stephen, but I think American Idol was the first. I think like oh, that yeah. show really set the tone for this new era of reality TV. I mean, there was Star Search before American Idol, but other than that, there really wasn't this format. Are you telling like, me uh... the Gong Show didn't create superstars like American <laughs> Idol? It was it it, um, it was like a monster American yeah. Idol, and Seacrest has been riding that wave for a long time. Mm-hmm. Sure what a dream Sweet job! Day. Yeah, he hustles. I mean, it is interesting to see how people are pivoting right now. Obviously, we at AfterBuzz TV are running remote production uh, now. American Idol is probably doing remote production, and then mm-hmm. did you see that Netflix actually produced a Tiger King special after show with Joe McHale? I didn't understand. I kept seeing he was trending with Tiger King and then I found out that the extra episode was actually him. Was it him doing an after show? Well, there. How, I thought there was only four episodes, but there's seven on Netflix now. There were six episodes. Oh, okay. And yeah, then there's... He was the seven. There, no, there's uh, seven and then there's the after show. There's an extra episode. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. And oh, the after wow. show. Yeah. No, Where I'm jelly. The cast. I'm jelly. I want to be the one to do it. Oh my God. Um, so cool. In fact, I probably have to, I'm having a meeting with them next week. Um, at Netflix, I'm probably going to have to remind them that I need to like be the after show queen for them. Right. Cause oh, yeah. I love all their content. I'm like hoarding it as much as I can, even though by the time we get to bed, like Kevin takes a break from the desk <laughs> and Kevin just, he's like, I just wish more work would just 
come in. It would be so great if, and he's like passing out. And I'm like, just take a little break. So he'll take a little break and then he'll go back in the guest room and keep working till the wee hours of the morning. Well, don't tell Kevin, but I think I'm going to surprise him by getting him a job at BuzzFeed to write their tweets. Oh, perfect. I think that's what he should I mean, literally. He's a social media manager now, I believe. He's doing great. By the way, like, you know, I know it's hard to have somebody pushing us that sees stuff we can't really see because he sees so far out and we see up to here. And then we, our brains can't bridge that gap and it can be so frustrating. So I throw myself in the, in the batch with you guys um, in terms of like the staff. Like sometimes I don't see it, but then when he, Russell Wilson's it, and by Russell Wilsoning it, I don't know if you guys know, but in that last playoff game just before Super Bowl, um, Russell Wilson, literally like nothing was working. He couldn't connect with his wide receiver. Shit was just happening bad. It was bad. And he's like, that's it. I'm just going to do it myself. And he would grab the ball and he would run it like he was, you know, the wide receiver. And he just took the action himself. And it was really miraculous and crazy to watch. And he literally almost pulled it off. But, um, but I thought, you know, now we have this line in our house, like, okay, I got a Russell Wilson it. So as I've watched him, Russell Wilson, some of the things that, you know, our team members weren't quite getting and to see the results has been unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, and I like the analogy of like how he sees in the future. Cause it's tough. It's like, you're, you're, it's like, we're on a, a ship in the ocean and Kevin's like, Trust me, there's land that way. Yeah. And nobody can see the land. Yeah. And everyone's just kind of, some people get disgruntled and some people are like, well, there's no land, so I'm going to jump off the ship. And there's, a... But then everyone who's staying on, like Kevin's still like, there is land that way and yeah. we're going this way and you got to just trust me and go with it. I know. Or you can get the hell off the ship. Yeah. And I believe we're going to find land that way. I mean, we keep finding the land and then he keeps finding more land and more land. And I'm like, so, but like just watching the success of our social media and having, you know, all of these celebrities really coming to AfterBuzz and and loving it and retweeting and showrunners. I mean, yesterday Hulu and a showrunner reached out and we're so grateful for the articles that we're writing now. And so it's it's amazing. Well, the hosts are really taking to it now, too. And I, I really think it's great because um, one of our hosts wrote an article about uh, Motherland Fort Salem. And because the network Freeform saw it, they reached out and like, hey, uh, we want to bring on all the talent for your yeah. after show. And it's just it's 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 nice to actually see the hosts seeing the other the other side of it and being like, oh, yeah. got it. This now now they're why. fighting over who gets to write the articles as opposed to fighting who has to. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think now with the current climate, everybody has a little bit more time to be present and aware. So they're probably seeing things that they never had time to see because these executives are in meetings back to back to back to back to back to back and then they tip over and then they start all over again the next day. And so now they're able to kind of watch and see things and notice and I think that Afterbuzz is really getting noticed now and so it's cool. I think a lot of these companies are going to stay working remote for a lot of their employees because I think the statistics are going to it, it's going to tell you who's actually productive and who's not. And the unfortunate thing is I think a lot of companies are going to have massive layoffs after this too based on who's not productive and yeah. who wasn't providing their value during this time. Plus the people who are productive it very much shows so's and, you know, I think that more is getting done when you really think like my dad is more exhausted than he's ever been because he's just like he doesn't have those breaks walking from meeting to meeting or like, hey, like now he has to go to somebody else's office yeah. on the other side of town or anything. 
I mean, he's exhausted because it's like, all right, it's nonstop Zoom, now. Do the Zoom call, hang up, go to the next Zoom call, hang up, go to the next Zoom call, work on the stuff from that, hang up, go to the next Zoom call. It's like yeah. nonstop from morning till night. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even like not being able, like for us, because we're not ordering out, the simple notion of now having to cook every meal, that takes time. It takes some thought, it takes some time. It's not like I'm coming up with things quickly. Like yesterday, I was starving and I'm like, oh my God, okay. I'm going to make tacos. <laughs> and so I grabbed like we had tacos too. No way. Yeah. Uh, wait, it was Taco Tuesday. It was Taco Tuesday. I didn't even realize. But I had this like um I had bought it at Whole Foods like a while ago. It was like um fake ground meat, not real ground meat. And so I just threw it in with some taco mix and added some cheese and like quickly it all, you know, in 5 minutes came together. I stuffed those shells and chopped up some tomato and onion. And we were good, but like before you could order food and keep doing stuff and but I, I do like it because it's meditative and I don't know it what's crazy to me right now is the idea of how long we might be in this for right like so my gut keeps like shifting with the wind right like all of a sudden like I'll feel better about things and then you know I'll read some articles and it's like people are saying this is going to be like at least a year longer um, that, you know, everything is going to be shut down for a really, really long time. And, you know, I'm reading articles that, you know, the reason Trump's not backing the World Health Organization anymore is because their restrictions are so tight. And like, we don't, nobody knows, right? As much as we all want to attack who did what and who did what right or wrong, right? And trust me, like, I have feelings too about this. Um the truth is nobody really knows what to do in a unique one of a kind disaster, right? Like it's really, really hard to do it all right. And, um, you know, and, and we're going to now have to go to this next phase of how do we reopen without having the devastating effects and with having everyone prepared, right? Because I think the idea is if we're going to reopen, we need to prepare our hospitals for surges, God forbid. Um, that requires manufacturing more PPE and everything so that they're ready. Um, it requires adequate and accurate testing so that we can be testing more. I mean, we really haven't tested even a fraction of our population at this point, and not even properly. So we don't really know how many people have it or have had it. Um, so it's it's... It's really kind of like, I, I was telling Kevin, I think I'm so emotionally exhausted from, you know, I'm always trying to figure it out and I'm, I'm, I'm not living in that space too much, but the, the, the amount that I am is more than enough for me where I'm overwhelmed and I'm looking at my parents and they're like, so dying to be home with their family. But the truth is they can't see their family if they go back home. Yeah. Right. So like my dad's brother is in his mid nineties. Like, I don't know how long he's going to make it. My dad wants to be with him, but I'm like, dad, even if you go back there, you can't like, there's just no way to be with them. So, um, it's, it's a very strange time and I, I really don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, there's, there's so many things that are just, you know, not going well. <laughs> um, 
and and so many areas that need help. And when you look at um, there was there was an article talking about how um, workers are going to have a revolution. You know, like the 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 people who make this world go round that we've really neglected and not um, given value to, like the grocery store workers or whatever. Um, they're going to have a revolution, and um, and also. You know the the pay disparities, right? Like from two thousand to now, there's only been I think a three percent increase, and so people haven't been able to really save because it you know the the price of living has gone up since then, but the 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 actual financials haven't changed for people, so they have no savings to survive right now. And what are people going to do now that they can't survive? Like they can't feed their families. I mean it's, it's a, it's a wild, wild time. So, um, I think if, if you are able to work right now, be grateful. Um, I think if you are healthy, be grateful for every day that we have some kind of peaceful existence, we have to be grateful for all of it. And we have to really work on our mindset and not allowing, negative people or negativity to dictate our state. And, um, I kind of realized this morning that there are people in this world that will make you feel guilty for being positive. And, and I've had that experience recently where, you know, I've always wanted to fit in and make other people feel better. Right. And so sometimes that means, going down to make, to meet someone at their level and make them feel better about the level they're at rather than holding my level. And so I was reminding myself this morning that it's okay to be positive and it's okay to want the most out of your day and the most out of your time. It doesn't mean that you're bad, um, that you are, are, you know, maybe, you know, making the most of this time where others aren't, you know, I I've said on the show, give yourself a permission slip. If you're exhausted and you're sad and you just can't be productive, like that's, that's natural, that's normal. But, um, but don't feel guilty for being positive or trying to keep a good mindset. That's me talking to me. Mm. I couldn't agree more. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Why? It just seems, it seems like, you know, we, we go back and forth right now, especially with this, this craziness going on of whether or not, like, things are going to be really bad or if they're going to be good. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, every day it's kind of a different different kind of mindset. And I feel like a lot of people should know that, like, we need to have outlets to vent and stuff like that. And I don't yeah. think this is being negative so much because a lot of people on the Instagram chat are thinking this is negativity. It's not negative. It's, it's realistic, but you have to talk yourself through it to figure totally. out the way of where it can go because if you keep it inside then you're going to go all negative yeah but if you talk it through you're like okay well there's this going on there's this going on but you know what this will work out this way this will work out this way and there's still going to be a light at the end of the tunnel with all this yeah we are resilient creatures and we'll figure out a new normal but i all right friends let's talk about something we all do snack trust me i've definitely overindulged in the past but as you know i am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I think it's going to be a drastically different new normal which is the unknown is so scary right yeah but the world has been going towards a huge financial shift in terms of the way the the gap between rich and poor the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer and i think that if there's anything that can change that it's a massive upheaval Mm -hmm. and i would rather a massive upheaval in terms of people all coming to the realization that our system has flaws as opposed to a massive upheaval like a revolution. And I think that this is hopefully going to be the first one and hopefully going to spew change in, in, in a positive way to set people up for a long-term success in the way that they can have savings. Because seeing people, you know, working at the at the grocery stores for, for, you know, minimum wage, putting themselves in danger for something that, again, the government to pay for the stimulus is only going to take more taxes and that's only going to take more out of the pockets of the people who are forced to work in these times. So I hope that this creates the change that we needed in this country because I still believe in, a, in I still believe in a capitalistic government, but I believe that there are flaws that appear once you get to a certain point that need to be fixed. Yeah. I because think... it's the modern day now. It's not 200 years ago. I think the flaws are so evident and brightly highlighted that we're going to have no choice. All right, guys, uh, we are going to move on um, because we have an amazing guest who I love. She's uh, spent um, some time here at headquarters uh, with her uh, partner, Sonia DeVille. She is a WWE wrestler, fitness guru. She's the star of E's hit reality show, Total Divas. She's here to chat today about her new app, Fit with Mandy, and she's going to help us stay in shape while we're in quarantine. Of course, we're going to talk all things WWE as well. So Mandy Rose, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks you, for having me. Can you flip yourself the opposite think, way? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, 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 wait, is this better? Yes. Perfect. There yeah. we go. Landscape, oh, please. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? You look fab and tan and beautiful. Thank you. I've been laying out in the sun a lot, you know, all this time. (laughs) Where are you? In Florida. Oh. Fort Lauderdale, yeah. How is it in Florida? Is it, um, I haven't really paid attention to the news a lot lately, so I don't know other than New York, where the kind of hotspots have become prevalent. Yeah, um, like where we are in Broward County, there's definitely quite a few cases, you know, and it's, you know, it, it's like everywhere, everything's shut down. It's really, you really can't do much, but I don't think it's as crazy lockdown like New York and LA as you know, what I'm told how it is there, but how is it in LA? I mean, it's, I feel like we have 
either flatten the curve or getting there. I think yeah. that it has not gotten to the place where we had expected it to go. Uh, but, you know, we're, know. we have to wear masks when we um, go out into the world. Um, yeah. I mean, when we're kind of like in our little neighborhood, I don't, sometimes I wear it if I'm going to like hike my neighborhood and I know I'm going to see people, then I'll wear my mask. But if I'm, you know, on my scooter racing through, I'm like, I'm not. Really yeah, same, same. <laughs> um but uh but yeah i feel like you know quarantining is um is interesting are you doing it with anybody or are you alone i have my mom which is good okay good she lives yeah she lives with me so um you know that that of course we're just spending a lot of time together she's working from home now too because she works in retail so she has to do some stuff you know from home but um yeah. So we're just kind of laying low, hanging out. And I mean, thank, I'm thankful that I have a pool and, you know, I'm able to be outside and then, you know, nice weather, which is, I, you know, I think of my family back up in New York and I feel bad, obviously from at least it's starting to get nice out, but you know, I'm thankful for with the, with the weather. Yeah. God. And, and like, how are you guys handling grocery shopping and such? Yeah. It's, um, you know, I've, I've been going like every couple days. Cause I feel like we're going through so much stuff from being home, you know? So you're the but resident grocery shopper. You don't let your mom I go. Am. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I do it all myself. Yeah. I, I have my mask and I go and do it. Cause yeah, I'd rather her stay home. Obviously she's a little older. So wait, so pre quarantine, could Mandy Rose go to the supermarket and not get attention? And now post quarantine, <laughs> I don't know. Are they recognizing you in your mask? No, I, I haven't gotten recognized actually. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, I mean, I usually go in with like between the sunglasses, the mask, sometimes it's like a hood just cause I don't even know, you know, but so no, definitely not getting recognized. <laughs> but before I'm sure you did. <laughs> yeah. Here and there. Yeah. Definitely here and there. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. so how has Corona and quarantine changed your kind of fitness routine? Because you guys are, are still working. And at some point, mm -hmm. if everything, you know, comes back and you're in front of a crowd and all of that, like you have to be in shape consistently. So how are you, how are you doing that? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, obviously it's been a little bit of a struggle, but, um, I've been, I have a bike. I ordered an Airdyne bike in my garage, which has been helping me because I'll just kind of like get up in the morning, even in like my pajamas, I'll go out and kind of do the bike a little bit. And I have a bunch of resistance bands and I've been doing a lot of those kind of workouts, um, riding the bike outside, of course, my other bike. But, um, you know, I also have a, my app, which is called Fit With Mandy. And I kind of, it works great right now, especially because we're home. And, um, but I designed it like about a year ago and it's basically a 12 week at home program where, um, you know, it's designed for all different skill levels. Basically anyone can do it. Um, all men, women, and it's, um, it involves little to basically no equipment. You know, you can do it in your living room, in your garage outside. So that's kind of cool. I've been obviously following that. It's a lot of high intensity interval training too, to kind of get your heart rate up and, um, do a lot of different types of exercises. So I would just, trying to make it work, you know, whatever it may be, like we, like we all are doing, but it's definitely been a little bit of a struggle for sure. Yeah. So how do people get it? You just download the app and, and subscribe. 
Yeah, it's really easy to follow. It's um, available on the App Store and you just basically download the app and there's all different um, subscriptions. You can do a year, you can do um, monthly or like three months. And um, it's so easy to follow. Like you actually see me working out. I, I, you know, obviously do the workout with you and it's kind of like almost like a boomerang of like me doing the actual exercise um, and, and you just follow along. And I have actually like, I've had some, uh, some nutrition and some like, you know, special recipes that I love. I have some of them up there, which I'm also adding to as I go along. So, you know, it's, it's first time for me even creating this. So it's also learning um, experience for me as well, but uh, it's been, it's been cool. So I'm grateful that I, that I designed that with all this going on, you know, I know I was going to say great timing. I know. Right. I wonder when you shoot these things, are you suffering through the workouts too? <laughs> I actually, I, I am like, I shot all the videos, you know, when I first, um, when we first designed it and I actually did a lot of them on the beach and like different locations where I can, you know, show, show my, um, show everyone basically you can do it anywhere. And I kind of wanted to get it all out of the way in like two days, which was probably a bad idea. Cause it was like intense. Like, I mean, I just didn't stop. I was jumping and, you know, all these different high intensity stuff. And it was just, it was, it was, I don't know. I got a great workout out of it. So that was good. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Cause I know how shoots go. They're expensive. So you have to get it all done in a small yeah, amount of time. Exactly. And, you know, I, I don't know, like I'll do my Peloton treadmill and I'll, I'll look at the girl doing the workout. I'm like, she's suffering. I can tell she's suffering and I can tell she's probably done like five in a row. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So I was Uh, thinking about that. Do you like that bike? I always wanted to. I have the treadmill. I love it. Okay. And I'm really, really grateful that we got it. I got it for Christmas this year. Um, just in time. That's perfect. Yeah. So it helps when it's at your house. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think it's such, it's such good technology. It's, um, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I joke, I had my same treadmill for like 20 years and it was like scotch taped to get masking tape together because it was broken. I just was like, it still works. (laughs) I'm going to still use it. Now Steven uses it. Um, right. You're That's using it, Steven? No, we use the elliptical. <laughs> right. Okay, got it. Well, um, yeah, I think it was like, okay, I, I earned this. And yeah. It... Oh, man. So so let's That's talk funny. a little um, um, nutrition because I also wonder how do you get your nutrition tips? Like, where do you learn what's best for your body in terms of, you know, protein and, you know, all of that stuff? Like, when I think of wrestling, I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. And athletes, I'm thinking they're all doing protein shakes, but like which one is the protein shake to do yeah. and why this one? And For sure. Yeah. So um, basically, I, you know, I started in fitness um, about almost probably over like 10 years ago. So um, when I first started, I didn't know much about nutrition. And, you know, I, I grew up in an Italian home where we ate chicken cutlets and, you know, bread and my dad owned deli. So like I was around cold cuts and, you know, not the best choice of foods, of course. But um, as I gotten older, I realized that, you know, I want to I want to become more healthy. I want to have a, a better, you know, lifestyle in that sense. And I was always very active. So um, once I started getting with a coach and them putting me through the workouts, obviously, and then the nutrition plan was basically where I like learned so much because I didn't know anything about it, but it's also like, not so much, you know, what you're eating, but it's like when you're eating it. And like when, especially when I'm, you know, when I'm talking about competing and it's competing is so much more involved than just everyday life, you know? So, um, it was basically a a learning experience of like what, how things affect your body and when is the best time to have these things. And, um, I learned a lot from it. I'm still learning, of course, because I, you know, I, I, I still have my coach kind of write me plans for the lifestyle I live today, which, which is a lot different than just competing and, and, um, what I used to do. So, um, it all depends. Like, I think for me, now it's so much harder, obviously, to stay so strict because of our schedule with mm-hmm. WWE. So for me, it's like not stressing so much about it and just kind of like knowing my body as much as I can, like, you know, knowing it so well to the point of like, okay, maybe I've had too many cheat meals this week or whatever it may be. And I'm like, I got to like get a little, you know, more strict and, and kind of focused. So, um, but it's just like generalized. It's just basically like a high protein like, you know, mid to low carb diet with, um, like I don't have dairy. I cut out dairy a while ago. Um, so it, and it's not super strict right now. I kind of go off like macro nutrition, uh, nutrients right now from my coach that has given me it because it's just about maintaining right now for me, you know? Mm -hmm. So have you put on any quarantine weight? Um, to be honest, I feel like I'm not, so I'm eating bad, but I feel like I'm not eating enough. I got it. So I almost feel like you've lost a little, I feel like, yeah. So I feel like I'm not getting enough protein. Whereas like, and I was being really good up until all this, of course it happens. Like, but I just feel like I'll have less meals, but like more calories in that, you know, in, in the meal. So I'm like, uh, I feel like I'm kind of staying the same, but I fluctuate so easily too, you know, I think we all do, but, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely really hard to maintain right now because you're just, I get bored and I just want to eat. I like we all know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, tell me about it. <laughs> I know I had to remove the dark chocolate from my bedroom. I had all of this dark chocolate piled up like oh. millions of bars. I had to remove it cause I was eating one a night. Oh, I know it's bad. It's yeah. really bad. And that's what I called myself yesterday. I just was eating like those milk chocolate covered raisins or something. And I just was, just kept going. I'm like, I got to stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I think your body keeps craving more and more. Yes, for sure. For so, sure. So now yeah, are you, definitely. are you cooking for yourself or are you ordering yeah, out? Definitely. 
definitely doing a lot of more cooking, um, not really ordering out much. I think I ordered a couple of times like last week, but um, I also get trifecta meals delivered to me still, which is good. And, you know, those, those keep me on track more because I like have them and I, I know they're so easily just, you know, throw them in the microwave. But um, I, I definitely am cooking a lot more now. Yeah. My mom and I are just cooking to cook and <laughs> are you a good <laughs> cook? <of> board. <laughs> I'm okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like the greatest. It's funny. My dad is like an amazing chef, you know, uh-huh. owned restaurants and delis and, um, and my mom's pretty good too, but I don't know. I don't really like, I cook certain meals that I know I can do and I I'm good at, uh-huh. but I'm not like a, you know, let me just start making something random. So I'll, I'll probably mess it up. <laughs> That's so funny. I just Google when I don't know, and I want to make something, I just Google it and I just same. go for the recipe. Um, I wonder oh, yeah, like, are you, do you feel like you're drinking more now too? Yeah. Me too. Yeah, it's bad. I know. <laughs> I like go in the bar and I'm like, mm, let's have a glass of wine. And I don't normally do that, but like now I'm actually like having yeah. a glass of wine. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and there's like, you know, some, there's some good obviously that comes out of it too, because it's like almost like you just kind of want to relax and like just chill. And you know, this, this lifestyle, you know, for sure. And it's like, it's everything. You're always so overstimulated by everything, you know, whether it's in front of the camera, you know, on TV and just fans, be fans. Exactly. Like backstage and all, and just, you're, you always have to be like on. So I feel like being home and not, you know, besides working here and there, um, it's like, it's kind of like peaceful a little bit in a way. Cause it's like, you're just, you don't, you're not worried about what people are, you know, looking at you, judging you, whatever it may be. It's like, it's that's like the good part obviously about it yeah what has been what's it been like to not have that energy of the crowd and the fans behind you definitely very different you know nothing I've ever experienced and nothing really anyone has ever experienced um but it was a little bit like I felt like it was a challenge which was you know a good thing and we all had to like kind of work around it and just you know, cause we all kind of feed off of our audience and like that adrenaline rush you get when you walk out of the curtain and crowd and everything. So it was definitely really different, but I feel like when I was out there, um, it like, I just, you just have to, you know, like you just have to be on. So I just felt like it was fine. Like, and I think our storyline especially, um, you know, got really great feedback on social and YouTube or whatever else. Um, but and that helped for sure too. And our storyline was so exciting. So it definitely helped our, our, um, energy and all that. At Mania? But yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I loved it. Oh my God. It, it was, was so good. Yeah, it was, it worked out really well, which we were all really happy about, but it was definitely nerve wracking, you know? Yeah. I also wonder how have you know, when you have more time to be still after living so high for so long, what are the revelations maybe that you've had? Like, what are the things that you've now observed that, you know, you may change moving forward in your personal life and even professional life? Who knows? I feel like the biggest one would probably be being in the moment more, you know, like these, during these times you, you, you know, it's, it's crazy. And it's like, you never think that you'd be a part of something like this. And you could see how quickly, you know, people can lose their jobs and just be, you know, 
whatever it may be. And it, and it's sad. It's, it's really like kind of frightening. And you don't really think about that that much when you're constantly going and going and, you know, and you're just constantly thinking about what's next. And, and, and I feel like we all do that, you know, in this business. And I think, you know, we all love the, the challenge and we love being, um, being like, we love to work and keep working to the, to our goals. But I think also it's like, it kind of makes you sit back a little bit and be like, no, like, you know, we got to be in the moment more because this could all end tomorrow. You never know. You know what I mean? So that's the biggest thing I've taken from it, to be honest. Yeah. Because, and, and I've been feeling something similar for everybody, including myself. It's like when you're hot and I mean hot and like, you know, career wise, like things are mm-hmm. all clicking you are, you're looking at the next thing, but the next thing, meaning the next notch up, you're not thinking that the next notch could be down and back. And I think moments like this make you reflect. Like I look back and I'm like, God, I really wish it's a similar vibe. I wish I had paused and enjoyed those moments even more because mm-hmm. you're always on to the next, like mania, right? You have this amazing thing. Ah, now you got to drive on to the next city and you got to get to the next event and, and you don't have time to, you know, let it soak in. And mm-hmm. I think that, um, in the entertainment industry, that's like a big, a big deal. I feel like, you know, when you're not in that fast paced life, you know, you have one of those big highs in your life, whether it's like your wedding or your baby being born and you can live that ride, ride that out for like, you know, a while, like it could be like a month of seeing new friends and talking about your wedding with people in the industry that are having that moment every single day. Oh, poor us. I know you don't, you don't get to enjoy it. You don't get to even feel it until flash forward and you're in a situation like this or you've Mm -hmm. lost it all. So appreciation and, and being present is so important. Yes, definitely. For sure. Um, let's talk total divas. Um, how was that for you? It was quite the experience. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Um, It I mean, it was a lot of fun and, um, I was, you know, obviously so grateful for that opportunity and that opportunity so fast as well. But, um, it was, yeah, it was, I think it was the hardest part about it, to be honest, was probably going in with not knowing anyone, obviously the cast, but also like not really even knowing many people in the business because I had just got signed and kind of having that like rep of like, you know, this girl just got off tough and off. She was the, you know, B-I-T-C-H of the, of the show. And like, who does she, think? whatever, you know, all that thing. 
and which is fine, but it's like, I think, you know, I kind of had to like earn my respect, of course, but it was also hard because I didn't really like, I had to also be on a reality show, mm-hmm. which like, I wasn't going to just go in and try to be like, you know, all different and try to like be super nice and not create any drama. Cause we all know, you know, you got to have drama in a reality show. Mm-hmm. So it was like, a, it was a kind of like a hard balance to like, I wanted to show a lot of character and, and show the real me as well, which is also hard, but it's like, I also wanted to gain all the women's respect and like have them like me, you know, too. Like, so it was definitely like a hard, whereas like getting put on it later on, like at least like you've been in the company for a couple of years and you, people know you a little bit better. And it was with all the women that have been in the company for like years, like all the, you know, Nikki, Brie, Foxy, like, you know, just that whole crew. So it was stressful a little bit, but it was fun. And I'm so grateful that I was even able to be on Total Divas that soon and, um, you know, have that impact and, and develop a fan base outside of just, you know, wrestling fans, which is, um, really cool. Yeah. It just made me realize, um, there was something trending, um, and I didn't read the whole thing, but I saw something hot trending about, uh, Ronda Rousey saying wrestling doesn't even compare to real fighting or something like that. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. (laughs) So, so the one thing that I, 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 I read it out loud to Kevin, whatever the tweet was that I saw, and he's like, yeah, but you only fight like a couple times a year. <laughs> They're doing right, it 360 right. days a year. So exactly. what did you think about that? Yeah, I was, um, I don't know. I, I want to just asked me recently too in another interview earlier. And I was like, you know, everyone can have their opinions. It is what it is. But it's like, I think it's hard to compare the two. Like you just said too, like you are doing you are having those fights only a few times a year, if that maybe, and and we're wrestling, you know, uh, 300 days out of the year. So it's really hard. And I think, I think we're still putting, or you're all still putting a pretty good beating on your body, of course, but like, it's just, it's hard to, hard to like compare, you know? Yeah. And for her, for her to say, I mean, yeah, she's done both, which is a great accomplishment, but, um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about all that, to be honest. I was a little taken back just from some of the comments about, you know, but I mean, everyone has their own opinion. If that's how she feels, what are you going to do? But, you know, yeah, Yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's talk storylines because like I said, mania was so much fun with you guys. Like they, they really, really surprised me with creating such a great show um, under such difficult circumstances. And I think in the ring, it was tough, right, to really mm-hmm. enjoy the matches as much as, of course, the creative stuff like the the Boneyard match and, of course, Cena yeah. and all of that. But you guys really blew me away. And I love, you know, your storyline with Otis and, and the whole thing. I think it's so friggin' hilarious. I love him, yeah, by the way. Um, the best. <laughs> I attacked him backstage one day. I was like, I love you. And he's like, who are no. you, scary psycho? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, tell me what that was like for you. You know, it was obviously one of my biggest moments thus far being in the company. And, and it was it was awesome. And like you just said, I, I think it really everything was played out really well. And I think also, um, you know, our storyline specifically had started back in, I don't even know exactly when, but months ago, which is great. And we built it and, and we didn't, 
rush it, which was good too. It kind of like slowly built and involved a bunch of different people, which was also cool. And, um, kind of really like shocked people and shocked the fans to see like the final outcome as well. And, um, I, you know, just a really nice, happy ending too at the end, which was, um, really like lighthearted and, and fun right now, especially in these times, which mm-hmm. I, that's a lot of the feedback I got too, which was, which was nice to hear, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was such a good experience. And, you know, obviously I'm not happy about, you know, my ex-best friend, Sonia Deville, how that went down. Yeah, but, I was going to ask. I mean, do you yeah. feel like your um your romance could be distracting you perhaps from your ability to work well with Sonia? To be honest, I was unaware of any of that, you know. I I I don't know what she has to say. I don't know what her intentions were in the first place. You know, you you know us and better too. You know, we're like sisters. Mm -hmm. We we did everything together. You know, we, um, she was like the sister I never had. So I don't understand, um, what happened, what, where I went wrong. Technically, I don't know, you know, where, what I did or whatnot. And, and that could be a potential possibility, but that's not what I intended, you know, for it to where to go. So, um, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, she did what she did either. And you guys always crush it in the ring together. So do you like that tag team element? Yeah, we've always we've, you know, we've been tagging together since NXT and with each other, obviously tough enough. The moment we met, it was like, you know, we just hit it off. We were just like freaking frat like forever. And it just seems very strange that and we did work really well together in the ring, of course. Um, We've been together since, you know, obviously since whenever, whatever it was. Tough enough. Sorry, I thought I was just hearing something. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, it's it's just crazy. And I, I, I thought she loved working with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, you guys have been here and and stayed over and we've done Demandy's Donuts and we've had... I know. You know us better than anyone. I I miss you guys. Um, You know, know. we have some fan questions um, if you're open. Um, I I wonder, are you guys ready with some of these questions? Is Jeff... Uh, Yeah, we have a... We actually have a call-in. Oh, perfect. If that's okay. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, Call-in, you're on the line with uh, Mandy. Hello, can you hear us? Hello. Hello. Hi, what's your name? Hey, Maria, it's Kelsey from Burbank. Hi, Kelsey. I, I was obsessed with your show. You're just, you're so inspiring and I love that you offer practical beauty tips. Speaking of beauty, Mandy, I'm obsessed with your look. I watched Total Beavers when you were on it. I watched WWE SmackDown. And I have to ask you, who has your Botox? Because you really can't tell in person, but when you see close-up pictures, I can, I can tell. And I just want to know. What? I mean, do you have someone who does that? I mean, I'm going to put them in the way yeah that yeah. that was uh a little rude um that was a little rude a little Ew. noxious uh okay yeah. do we have a better caller perhaps sure. you know what while we find a good caller because we are screening them um let right. me ask you a question sure. of all the wrestlers in history male or female 
who do you think you're the most like? I would say Trish Stratus. Ooh. I know. It's like, I mean, no big deal or anything. She's the best. Um, Yeah. I I mean, I always kind of obviously looked up to her because I think we, you know, we do have similar backgrounds. She came through with fitness and I think, you know, people, you know, she approved to a lot of people that she was such an amazing athlete and she could still look so beautiful and still kind of fight in the ring. Like, you know, the badass that she, that she is, but, um, yeah, I would say, I would definitely say Trish. I love it. Yeah. She's amazing. I've, I've loved seeing her come back as well. Um, Oh yeah. Who have you been like, okay, so you're most like her, but who is, who have you been the biggest fan of in general? In general, just not, not just yeah. wrestling. Yeah. yeah. And, and in wrestling, but like just over time, it could be any time period. Okay. Um, probably the rock. I mean, I know it's oh, a lot yeah. of people's answers, but I mean, he's just, he was always just so charismatic and he just, he, even now when I follow him and you know, everything that he portrayed and everything, he just seems so cool. And like, you know, the way his little videos with his daughter and stuff. I don't know. He just seems like such a nice guy. And I've, I've met him a couple times, but yeah, he's just, what a career he's, he's had, you know, he's had and, and still has. So yeah. yeah, I would definitely say the rock. Do you want to act like the rock and, and try to build a brand like that? Yeah, I would love to for sure. What That's don't people goal. know about you, Mandy, that you think people, you would want people to know about you? Um, Probably just basically that, like, you know, I'm, you know, everyone knows my character on TV. And of course my character, you know, is me times a hundred, I would say. Right. But it's like, you know, I, the, the way I was raised, the way I grew up, I'm, I'm still just like a small town girl that like has a lot of morals and values. And I, and you know, me from, you know, prior to this and, and has, has talking to me. So it's like, my biggest thing I get from people is like, you know, I could come off right up front is like a little intimidating or like, Oh, this girl might be stuck up or whatever it may be. But then when they get to know me and they get to talk to me, they understand the real me and they, you know, they, they get that, like, I'm just, you know, a regular girl. Like I, yeah, I, I, I know I, I can come off like, you know, I look kind of, you know, the outfits I wear and the way I, you know, it's, it's just the way I, I like to look pretty obviously, but I'm not, that's not there. There isn't just, you know, the looks on me. There's so much more than that, obviously. Yeah. I agree from knowing you. Okay. <laughs> Thank um, you. It looks like we have another caller that has been pre-screened. So let's get to a good caller. Better not be Kelsey or what was her name? Yeah. Kelsey from Chelsea. Burbank. Pre-screen. She's never being answered again. <laughs> Kelsey Collier yeah, on the line. Hi, Maria. This is, uh, this is Sarah Delosi from Orange, Orange County. Um, Mandy, I just wanted to say that I, I know you and your partner, Sonia, have had some. Oh, we lost you, Sarah. I think Sonia oh. is actually. We lost Hello. you there. You we, you said you know you and your partner, oh, Sonia. Yeah, I was just saying you and your partner, Sonia, I know you've had some disagreements, but I think Sonia is actually a really unique and important part of your relationship. And that's, maybe, maybe I'm saying it's possible that you're undervaluing the importance and the contribution she adds to your dynamic and maybe you're hard on her and you should consider taking steps to mend your relationship on both a personal and a professional level, you know, or maybe not. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I, I definitely, I don't know what to say to Sonia right now. I think she, she's been trying to call me a lot. And honestly, I don't really have anything to say to her right now. I think what she did was really out of character, out of who I know but, Sonia is. But maybe she's so, your best friend and she loves you. And you got, y'all were like sisters. I mean, she, you guys lived together. You guys did the Mandy Donuts together. You guys went to family events yeah. together. I mean, you and Sonia since day one. Don't let boys get in between you, right? Oh, Sarah's a yeah, super I fan. Mean, uh, yeah, wow. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree that boys should not get in between um, best friends at all. But I didn't have anything to Mandy, do with a Mandy, boy getting it's involved. Me, it's me, Sonia. I've been trying to call you. Mandy, I've been trying to get a hold of you all week and text you, and you're not answering me. So this is... You're not I thought my really, only opportunity... You're, this is the way you're trying to get through to me. You're pranking. In, oh my God. Well, here's no, the thing, guys. I wasn't pranking you. I mean, you, you were pranking her. You, you tried to, you tried to have a little fun with her to remind her of the good times. Wait, but... was, was, is this Sonia Deville? Wait, I can tell, is, right? Is she yeah, Kelsey sorry, too? Guys, I didn't mean to. Yeah. Well, oh my kind God. Of. Guys, you're, I didn't want to pull one over on the whole staff. I just. This... Cause you're not Sarah. <laughs> I can tell you're not, you weren't Sarah. No, Sarah. Sorry, Mandy. Or Kelsey. Or, I mean. So, so. No, not Kelsey either. So, Sonia, so you are calling in now trying to have a conversation with Mandy. I've been trying to get a hold of her and she just, she won't answer my calls, my texts, Maria. So I didn't know how else to try and get a hold of her. Well, I, I'm glad that right, well, I can be here to help mediate perhaps because I love both of you. And I think that, you know, it's, it's, um, it's sad to see you guys separated or, or in at all. Maria though, we didn't, we didn't talk about this in our interview. I don't know if this is a good idea. I mean, come on, man. I just wanted you to hear me out. I don't really have anything to say to you. I don't know. Why, why are you calling in on my interview? You're like, can I, can we finish our interview? It was please? a great interview, by You're... the way. You oh. sound great. Very articulate. Yeah, thanks. I, okay. I hung anyway, up on um, not good. You hung, hung up on Sonia? I'm sorry. I just, I, I don't, she... I don't like seeing Manny in this position. Oh, oh this is so hard. This is so awkward. <sighs> Ugh. I mean, I hate, hate to put you in the middle here, Maria, but she cannot be in this interview. Well, like right <laughs> in that moment, I was like, okay, maybe this is a good idea. I'm here. I, I can like help. Like, I, no, she, I was like, I she is not one. Sarah. I can't believe she pretended a... to be Kelsey too. Kelsey. I know. What a well, you know, but I can tell what she's brat. trying to do. I can tell she's trying to remind you of the good times and have fun with you. So um, that clearly you know, isn't. She should have thought of that when she tried to sabotage me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know how. Oh, about that. Well, that was weird and exciting. (laughs) Is your heart racing? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Anyone else want to call in? (laughs) We are not taking any calls. No 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 mas. No Uh mas. No more calls. That was, uh, that was, uh, interesting. Um, very interesting Mandy. So let's remind everybody about (laughs) your fit with Mandy app and let them know to download it. This is a very good time to start a fitness program and lucky for everybody that you created one. 
Um, everyone sees you in the ring. You have an incredible body. So um, we too Thank can you. have that incredible body. It sounds like with this app <laughs> um, and anything else that we should know that we should be looking forward to outside of hopefully a, um, a reunion and um, you know, uh, fixing mending of a relationship with Sonia Deville. Yeah, no. Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Of course. So great chatting. <laughs> Very exciting. Yeah. You know, little uh, surprises <laughs> here and there. You never know what's going to come out. You never um, know what you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, my Fit With Mandy app is available on the app store to download. You can um, download, you know, monthly, monthly subscription, yearly. Um, and it's great right now. Like I said, it's 12 week at home program where you can basically do it anywhere. So, um, you know, I, I originally created it when we were on the road and it was always like, well, I don't know if we can get to a gym or, you know, a good gym. So that's why I originally created it, but it really works out well now, obviously. And, um, you know, I mean, we still have, you know, even though Sonia and I aren't um, friends anymore, and I don't know what's going to happen from that. She's apparently wants to get a hold of me somehow. But um, we still have our Demandies um, YouTube channel where we're going to be creating um, content, you know, by ourselves individually. I'm still trying to do that. And um, donuts, that's, eating that's donuts exciting. alone. I know, I know, I know. Eating donuts alone is not fun. No. That's why you guys need to reunite. Are you going to call her? I know. Just answer me that. Are you going to call her back? I'm not calling her back. No. Are you going to answer her call when she calls you off the air? No, that was so creepy that she <laughs> that she called in. What a weird like. What, first of all, what is she doing right now? I, that was weird. But I guess creative in her part to like try to get a hold of me and and do that. That was pretty good. I'll give her that. But anyway, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. And um, yeah, besides that, um, skincare line Amaro's will be launching soon. Hopefully, it's been a little bit of a process with everything going on, so that'll be. Um, launching that's amaros.com and um yeah just kind of that's about it I think plugging along how um I, I want to ask I ask everybody at the end of the show what mm-hmm. is one thing that you're doing to get better every day in any area of your life I would say basically like I said earlier the the being in the moment and more appreciative you know of everything would definitely be um, one of those things. And I think just kind of, um, kind of just focusing on, you know, what really matters obviously too. And, you know, our family and friends and I don't know, I guess it's maybe just because of what, everything going on right now, that's what kind of sits home. So kind of, you know, creating enough, um, creating a voice for my fans and for everyone out there that, um, you know, everything that I promote, whether it's a healthy lifestyle and fitness and, um, whatever it may be, just being positive and being more in the moment and, and grateful, you know, we're all in, you know, these tough times, but we all got to get through it together and we're all going to get through it together, obviously. But, um, just, I'm so grateful for everything that's, um, that I've been able to, um, be involved in. And, and another big thing is like, I'm always a big believer in like to take risks because, I didn't always think I'd become a WWE superstar or let alone even when I was competing and and becoming a bikini world champion, you know, I was going to school and I wanted to study early childhood education. And then I went on to speech language pathology and got my bachelor's degree. And, you know, that's what I thought I was going to do, but 
opportunities came about and friends had mentioned, oh, you know, why don't you go and try competing? And I kind of looked at it like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that, you know, right away. But I did it. And I think I thank every day that I did do that because I don't think I'd be here today because I think all of my, you know, all of the, it kind of molded me into where I am today and all my experiences and and on um, the paths that so I, it's it's one of those things where it's like take risks you never know where you're going to end up if it fails it fails you know what I mean at least you you learned so that's like my biggest thing I think today when I think about that kind of stuff what I want to you know preach and and what I'm all about I love that and guess what when you take a risk you might actually succeed and then yeah, you'll be exactly. really really happy you tried it Exactly. And yep, from the sure. failures, from the failures, you'll learn. And so there's really yep. no risk when you really think about it like that. Very true. Very true. So, all right, Mandy, yes. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. this amazing time we got to have together. <laughs> I um, know. And Thank you. I hope, uh, I hope you stay healthy and safe and your mom as well. And I hope Thank to see you, you soon. Yes, definitely. And same to you and your family. And hopefully we can get together soon when this is all over. Yes. Yes. I would love that. All right. All right. Thanks, take care. Maria. All right. Take care. All right, guys. Well, that was interesting. Ooh, that was interesting. <laughs> well, that was, uh, that was Mandy not quite realizing that, um, that, that we were off air, but still on air. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be calling, uh, Miss Sonia Deville after this. Um, that was I'm impressed by her ingenuity. That is creative. It's a creative way to mend their friendship. It was quite creative. It was. Um, and I'm instantly going into like fix it mode. I'm like, no, no, no. She's just trying to, you know, uh, uh, um, but, uh, but that was fun and what great perspective, right? Mm. I really like, I like her outlook on everything and I like where she's at mentally about you know well thank you guys for joining us um here for our hour of fun and positivity and so on and so forth um tomorrow do we have evie pomporis on tomorrow oh can't hear jeff but um, but yes he nodded yes oh Um, am i muted now i hear you okay um yeah we have evie on tomorrow i had an amazing pre-interview with her yesterday um what a brilliant, I'm sure you guys know, but Evie Pomporis is a former Secret Service agent, security expert, and now more than ever, we need some some badass heroes to tell us how to live our lives amidst this crazy time. And how to stay safe in these times, yes. um, because they are uncertain and uh, scary. So um, she wrote a book called Becoming Bulletproof, and she is a, a gangsta. She is a tough, tough Greek girl from <clears throat> New York and uh she is family to us and um I'm excited about that tomorrow. So tune in tomorrow, eleven AM Pacific. Um and uh if you haven't already, please do us a kindness and rate, comment, subscribe on Apple iTunes, wherever we are, YouTube, Facebook, just let us know um what you're thinking, how you're feeling. Um what you're wanting more of on the show and And speaking um, of our fans maria we have tons of people watching live right now which is great so for all of you who are tuned in thanks so much i'm assuming it's a lot of wwe fans and i do want to let our listeners know you guys know maria's 
has a big Venn diagram of spaces she's in, and uh, WWE is one of them. So we do bring on WWE talent. So make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast, check us out, and uh, a lot of compliments on your interview with Mandy in the chat. Thanks. Oh, yay. I also I... have things to say. Well, go ahead. I Start have things to them. say. I need to say them. Okay, say them. Because I've ruined this interview enough by letting callers on. Uh, <laughs> People want me back in the ring? What? No, I'm just right? kidding. Uh, <laughs> Well, we have a great iTunes review from Susna99 who says, Thank you. Hello, Maria and team. I was listening and watching on Patreon, but due to the current environment, I had to discontinue for now, temporary, hopefully. But I am so excited to still have access to this wonderful, thought-provoking, spiritual, and always interesting podcast. Please stay healthy, safe, and happy XO Susan. And speaking of Patreon, I want to give a shout-out to our friends of the show, uh, Cliff Rivard, Demetra Murphy, Deborah Decker, Marlena Falaris, Sean Carbonell, and Allison Crum, who are at our friend status on Patreon. Yay. And we're going to be doing our Patreon episode today, our exclusive extra episode for our I know. I'm uh, so excited because we have such great content because if you become a Patreon subscriber, we can do so much more there. So I'm pulling these amazing spiritual clips and um, and kind of like uh, positivity mindset kind of clips that we're going to talk about in this week's Patreon that I think you're going to really, really love. These are the the clips from YouTube that have moved me, that I save, that re-inspire me, that we can break down and share. So um, we are going to be doing that on Patreon. So if you haven't already subscribed and you can, um, you can join us at any level and um, you know, we are so grateful for that. And, you know, like I said, share it with a friend, please help us by, you know, getting the word out. If you can't become a subscriber, um, on Patreon, share it with people and, and help us get more, more friends here and more, um, like-minded people here to stay up to date with Mandy's endeavors. You can follow her on social media on Instagram. It's at Mandy Sachs. On Twitter, it's at WWE underscore Mandy Rose. You can follow me at, at Maria Menunos, at Stephen Lemieux Photo, at Jeff Crane Graham. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heel Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heel Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heel events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heel Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.